hello and welcome to another episode. So last week we talked about Hollywood queen Mary Pickford and today I want to talk about one of her best friends, which is Lillian Gish. These two had known each other from childhood and while Mary Pickford is often referred to as the queen of Hollywood and Hollywood royalty, Lillian Gish is known as the first lady of American cinema. So let's start at the beginning. Lillian Diana Gish was born on October 14th in 1893 and she has a younger sister who's called Dorothy who would also go on to become a famous movie star. Their father was an alcoholic and left the family so their mother supported them by acting and opening up the majestic candy kitchen which served the theatre audiences. Basically as a child's dream, right? So the two sisters helped sell candy and popcorn to the audiences regularly and they acted on stage in the theatre. When Lillian was 17 years old, she was informed that her father was gravely ill and she travelled to meet him and reconcile. When the theatre that had sustained the little family burned down, the three relocated to New York, moving in next door to Gladys Smith who we now know would become Mary Pickford. The girls became close friends, and Smith eventually introduced the Gish sisters to D.W. Griffith at Biograph, and they both got contracts with the studio. Lillian, at that time, was already 19 years of age, and she had acted on the theatre stage for about 10 years at that time. But what was so special about Lillian Gish? It was her way of acting. She suffered for her art and made it seem so real that it was actually frightening. When her character was floating on an ice floe in the movie Way Down East, her hand and hair is in the water. Her body actually got damaged by her extreme ways of acting. The floating scene caused her lasting nerve damage in several fingers. And before filming a death scene, she did not eat or drink for days, making others actually fear for her life. But she was extremely expressive and she brought the emotions of the characters to the screen like nobody else. And she was molded by D.W. Griffith into this suffering and very strong heroine. She became one of the best regarded actresses of the new medium that was the movies. When I researched Jillian Gish, I found something from the All Movie Guide and I just want to quote them because it just describes so perfectly what Lillian Gish's acting was all about. Lillian Gish is considered the movie industry's first true actress, a pioneer of fundamental film performing techniques. She was the first star to recognize the many crucial differences between acting for the stage and acting for the screen. And while her contemporaries painted the performances in broad, dramatic strokes, Gish delivered finely etched, nuanced turns, carrying a stunning emotional impact. While by no means the biggest or most popular actress of the silent era, she was the most gifted. Her seeming waif-like frailty masking unparalleled reserves of physical and spiritual strength. More than any other early star, she fought to earn film recognition as a true art form. And her achievements remain the standard against which those of all other actors are measured. And I think it just describes so beautifully what Lillian Gish did for Hollywood and for the profession of actors and actresses. So although Lillian Gish had great success with D.W. Griffith at Biograph, 
Gish took up an offer from MGM, which paid more and offered her more creative control, something that she might have picked up from her friend Mary Pickford. She even requested less money but asked for better productions of her movies, which is a really smart move, because then you can make money for a longer time if your movies are really good. One of the movies at MGM, which Lillian Gish basically had complete control over, was The Wind from 1928. It was Gish's favorite movie and is now thought to be one of the most distinguished works of the silent movie period. And then, as with Mary Pickford, the talkies came and changed everything. MGM pressed Gish into starting in the new medium that was the sound movies. And as with Pickford, it was not the voice that was a problem but the roles. The wholesome roles that Pickford and Gish had played were not in demand anymore, but vamps were all the rage, with Paula Negri, for example, taking center stage. So Lillian Gish got back to theater acting and only occasionally acted in movies. She actually was considered for the role of Belle Watling in Gone with the Wind, but that eventually went to Una Munson. But Lillian Gish did do notable television work, and from the 1950s to the 1970s, she appeared in numerous shows. Her last film role was in 1987 at the age of 93 for The Wales of August, together with Betty Davis and Vincent Price, who we know signed his autographs Dolores del Rio. And if you listen to my podcast regularly, you know why he did so. And if you don't know, listen to the episode on Dolores del Rio I will link it in the show notes. So Lillian Gish got standing ovations in Cannes for her performance and a National Board of Review Award for Best Actress. And although her performance was extraordinary in the movie, she did not receive a nomination for the Oscars. And she commented on that, well, now I won't have to go and lose to Cher, who, if you want to have a little reminder, won for Moonstruck that year. And I think that proves that she really had a sense of humor. And something also very touching is that her last words as an actress were good night in a studio recording of Showboat the following year. So this is so fitting and it's such a nice end to such a long career in performing, stage work and the movies. But what about the personal life of Lillian Gish? Unlike many of her peers, Lillian never married or had children. And if you have listened to my podcast, you know that marrying multiple times was kind of the thing in Hollywood. So we would see a lot of actresses and actors marry about five times, six times or up to nine times. So the fact that Dilly never married really makes her extraordinary. But she also did not have many high profile affairs. She was thought to have had an affair with D.W. Griffith, but this has never been confirmed by either her or Griffith. Her affair with Charles Duell was different, though. The producer sued her and made the details of the relationship public. That made a big tabloid scandal. But apart from that, nothing really is known about her relationships and what went on in her romantic life. But we know something about her personality because Gish was an avid vegetarian from early childhood on because she could not bear the thought to eat animals. She actually started the trend to eat carrots when you're on a diet. And why is that? Because she was caught nibbling on a carrot in federal court and the tabloids spread the news. So 
being a movie star and being pretty, being slim, being like in the eye of the public and eating carrots probably has been linked from that early point onwards because there had been pictures of a celebrity eating carrots who was slim, who was successful and who was the rage of the day. So that really was a fun fact that I picked up when researching Lillian Gish. Other than that, not a lot is known about Lillian Gish. She was a really wholesome person and lived a very long and healthy life. She died of heart failure at the ripe age of 99 in 1993. So I thought Lillian Gish was really an inspiration because I did not know her. And I guess she led the foundation for method acting because the actors who follow that routine or that method do suffer for their art. And she did that. I mean, if you get nerve damage on your fingers because you want to be really the suffering heroine and you want to feel what she is feeling, if you're really in that role, well, that is method acting. So now you know where this is coming from. This was Lillian Gish, the first lady of American cinema. And I hope to talk to you again next week. Bye.